Hey, everybody. Welcome to Read This, Read That. I am Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. I don't know why I'm doing that. I am loving the head wrap. I, when I tell you, April Ryan and I were on the phone yesterday because yeah. I posted something. I had a pair of um, pants wrapped around my I head. I saw that on your Instagram, and I, I liked it, and I did not comment because I had a whole paragraph. I was like, I started writing the paragraph comment under that. After I hit like, and I said, you know what? Let me just talk to this girl about this on, on the show. I got, I need something to wrap my head up with. So April called me because she saw the post and she said, girl, um, I need to get some too. She said she's going to start wearing hers on the air. Because black women on TV, it's like, what are we going to do? I mean, with me, I'm transitioning. So right. when I'm not wearing this wig, it's my natural hair, but it's, and it's growing. But I still don't know how to like, make it pop and right. do I'm learning. I'm not trying to be on TV and stressing about my hair. So I want wraps so I don't have to do this all the time, you yeah. know? But this, that's exactly what I want. And so here's what's so you funny. You wrapped it by yourself? I Well, here's why I could do it. And I will show it to you. I'm happy to unwrap it and show it to you. So I bought this wrap on, believe it or not, from Instagram. So I was on Instagram and this was when I first was, had gone natural to, had stopped relaxing my hair and it was between braids. I didn't have my, you know, I, I could kept wearing the wigs and everything, but I was like, I need something when I'm home. Just like what you were saying. That's why it resonated with me what you said. Cause when I'm at home, I don't feel like wearing my wigs or if I just need to run to the store, this is before coronavirus, but I just wanted to run to the store real quick. Right. I don't necessarily want to throw a wig on, even though my right. wigs are like kind of my defense to go out, you know, anonymously in, you know, na in communities where we, my show is on more. So it's right. harder to go out. So I had a, so I was, I saw these beautiful wraps on Instagram and I bought two of them. And what I love about these wraps and I'll, I'll, I'll unwrap it a little bit to show you what it's like. They are in, they're easy. These are easy wraps, girl. They have at the base of them, a bonnet. What? Ma'am. The bonnet gives you the first part of the style, okay? And then all you have to do, ma'am, it's so easy because I don't know how to wrap. I don't, you know, I'm only part African. I'm not fully African. <laughs> I cannot wrap my hair the way an African woman can wrap her hair. I don't know how to do it. So this gives me the ability to play African. <laughs> More than my heritage has allowed because I, I don't know about that. And it's so easy because once you wrap it on, because the bonnet gives you the base of it, mm -hmm. girl, all you got to do is tuck this little piece in here. Girl. And you are sad. I might wear this on the air. That is so... Cute. I'm obsessed. And I have a yellow one. A, I have three of them. Actually. I have a green one. I have a yellow one. And I have uh, this blue one. The, the, and I I mean, love the it. color is so vibrant. It's perfect with your skin tone. I love oh, it. God. And I all you need is throw a lip on. And normally when I would go out in this, yeah. I would throw my glasses on. I would throw a pair of glasses on. And I would throw a lip on and keep it moving. I love that. I love it. You have to tell me where you got it so I can order some and hopefully get some in the near future. I will. Because we're going to be twinning because I need something. That something. is so cute. It, and, and, you know, my edges are struggling, girl. They're struggling. It's a struggle. It's struggle days. The home <laughs> life is struggling without you our wonderful hair, hair and makeup, our glam. I miss my glam squad. I know. Woo! I miss mine, too. I'm learning a lot, though. Yeah, I didn't even put on. I, I made up, like, right here. 
I have makeup. <laughs> but you do a good job. I mean, I, I, I have to give it to you, uh, Miss Jackie. You are good at, ba you have a basic skill of doing makeup. You are, you do a good job. Well, you know, thank you. But it is, it comes with much practice. It comes with, for those of us who have on TV, who have come up in local news, because until I didn't have professional makeup until I got to CNN headline news. Yes. Before then, I was doing my own. That is real. When I used to be, uh, a, uh, I used to write for a morning show back at the Fox affiliate in Miami. It was my mm -hmm. first little news job. And then I worked as a digital news editor at, at the Miami affiliate. And you are absolutely right. There was no hair and makeup. The women came in with their hair and rollers yeah. and would go in the back and do their own hair and makeup. They did yeah. not have that. I used to carry around, let me, let me, let me, we're going to date ourselves. Let me see if you remember these. Remember the caboodles? Caboodles. Remember the caboodles? <laughs> Come on, everybody, the people of the caboodles, girl. Tell them what a caboodles is. I love that. A caboodle is like what, it, for those in the South, you'll know it's like a tackle box for when you go fishing. It's like a fishing tackle box, but for makeup. Girl, I love my caboodle. It was purple <laughs> with a pink handle. Oh, I have not heard that term since my Emma. Girl, I thought it was the best thing. Girl, I used to be going out on my stories Ooh. with my little caboodle. They okay. all had them. People all, and you know who was really good at doing the one person who was really good at doing makeup was Sean. Uh, oh, what's that sister's name? She ended up being on Entertainment Tonight. Sean. Oh, Sean. Um, why am I forgetting Sean's name? We're friends. Ah, damn. But you know what I'm talking about. Sean Robinson. Sean, Sean Robinson. Robinson. Sean, so Sean. So here's a little uh, little trivia. Sean, when I was a morning show writer at WSBN in Miami, Sean was our she was our weather person. Oh, really? So Sean, yes, Sean. I didn't was know our she did weather. She was a weather person, so she used to do the weather. And she, her makeup was always, and, and she would come in made up. So yeah. I have no idea if she was doing that or if she was getting done and then coming in. But she came in perfect. The other makeup artists would come in and you would see them struggling. It was a struggle moment. They were all trying to pull it together. And by the time they went on air, they always looked good. Yeah. But they all had to do it themselves. And um, Tamron Hall talks about that. She's really good at doing makeup because she also did local news. And she did it in Texas, which yeah. apparently... Black women in Texas are like black women in Atlanta and uh, Chicago, <laughs> where y'all three, three y'all don't play when it comes to hair and makeup. Mm -mm. And Atlanta nails. I mean, they they would throw me out. <laughs> they don't take my Georgia peach card with these nails, but I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia, the three places where women to me are just generally basically glamorous all the time are Chicago, tech, anywhere in Texas. Yeah anywhere in texas and atlanta yeah it's true and they it don't play true. they will throw you out they'll be like you're not black get out <laughs> oh my god it's like the the hair and nail game in atlanta and the oh i get together with my high school classmates from time to time when i go home and let me tell you you don't play those chicks are just gorgeous. All of yeah. them, all of them on point, gorgeous. And I'm at such a disadvantage because basically I was a boy until like two years ago. Like I grew up so tomboyish that I would get annoyed because my mom would make us wear, she would be like, put a little powder on your face to go to the, to go to church. So the only yeah. time I ever wore any kind of makeup was to go to church. 
And you know, we're a Methodist church, so you were allowed to wear lipstick. So I would put my little lipstick and I put a little powder on and go. But the rest of the time, I was trying to play football with the boys or play basketball. I was I was basically a boy. So I was like, I had no girl skills of any kind. I just really didn't. I didn't know how to do any of that. Like my friends were mostly boys. <laughs> like, and you have emerged like you are just a beauty now. I was like yeah, a I was beauty standard on TV. I was, I was the original tomboy. I, I was good at basketball. I ran track. You know, I did sports. Like what I was good at was sports. And I love to watch sports. I watched football. I was a fanatical Denver Bronco fan. I watched basketball. I was a fanatical New York Knicks fan. Mm. That's pretty much what I like with sports. I didn't like that girly shit. But now I'm like, I love this girly shit. I love it. <laughs> Who knew? To a girl. Larry, <laughs> 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 so what's your wind down today? Ooh, so girl, my wind down, and you know, my wind down is not super uplifting, Miss Jackie. And I talk to you about this. I do, sometimes you get texts about this. I'm stressed, Jackie. <laughs> Let me take a second. I know. For the second one, St. Germain. I know we have wine. So this week, uh, our good friend, you know, uh, Melba and I were talking a lot. I've been talking a lot to our good friend, Melba Wilson, who I've had on the show a bunch of times. Yeah. And she really has brought home for me the reality of the multiple layers of loss and stress and anxiety that are happening in our community. She, yeah. she is obviously her, Melba's restaurant is in Harlem. It's where I genuinely, we celebrate all our birthdays there. That's our birthdays restaurant. We celebrated our daughter's birthdays there, our son's yeah. birthdays. It's just like, it's like a family. It's like our extra kitchen. You know what I mean? We kind of yeah. use it as like our extension of our home because we're it's all- like your family home. cheers, but it's not a bar. It's a restaurant, right? It's 100%. It's our family cheers. We just, we celebrate things there. We go there all the time. It's like a comfort place for us. Mm -hmm. And the struggle that she's having with her staff you know, the, the, the struggle that restaurants are having to not lay people off. You know, we know all the, re the waiters in there. You know what I mean? It's like, you, and so we've just been talking a lot. And she was saying to me, which is very true. She's like, one of the things you have to do is that if you're part of your job is to tell people bad news all the time, you really have to start thinking about self-care in a different way, which I don't do self-care, as you know. I know. You know, I have insomnia. I'm just a stress Girl. magnet. But I, I stress out worrying about you not so <laughs> you do. <too. laughs> I'll be up at three o'clock in the morning texting my team to, uh, you know, email my team in the morning to be like, yeah, we got your email at 3 a.m. <laughs> we saw it. I mean, we woke up at, at normal time and saw it in the morning, but we got it. You know, my poor team. I feel so sorry for them. Um, but so this 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 is the week that I probably said, you know what? Well, I'm, I'm going to start to do something about it. I'm actually going to go and try to talk to like a therapist, which I normally am not a therapist person. But I think it's a good idea. I actually think it's a good idea. So now I'm on this quest because I feel like you need to have somebody that has cultural competency, you know what I mean, as a black person, because our struggles are just different. More of us are dying from coronavirus than everyone else. Yeah. More of us are catching it. The death rates are staggering. I mean, you're talking about places where black people are 10 or 12% of the population, but we're 40 or 50% of the death. Yeah. The death rate among black people is crazy. Last night I sat up and watched the BET special um, about saving ourselves, which yeah. is what it was called. It was really good, actually. And um, it really brought it home. But this is the thing we are going to, we don't have a federal government that's helping us. Trump is not doing anything. He's not going to do anything. Just give mm -hmm. up on that. Yeah. And so we really have to figure out how to save ourselves from this nightmare. And so I think all of that, my, I don't have a real wind down. My wind down is I am now on a quest to de-stress. <laughs> I'm, I'm on a quest I to de-stress. Yes. 
I love hearing that. Yeah. So I've been doing, so one of the things I've been doing is I've been, I've been working out. We have a little gym in our basement because I'm in the DMV area. I'm not in New York anymore. So I have the, you know, we have a little gym set up. So I've been running in um, Easter Island. So my, my trainer that I'm using, it's a virtual trainer. He, he is a, a fitness trainer that he does all these international, they tra- the people can be anywhere. You find somebody in Germany, you can run with them. You find somebody in Machu Picchu, you run with them. And it's really fun. So I've been, so the last week I've been spending time in Easter Island. Nice. Yeah. Rapa Nui. <laughs> Rapa Nui. And of course my sleep story, one of my sleep stories is about Rapa Nui as well. So I'm using a whole series of things between um, a sleep app called Calm. Uh, running on the treadmill and working out. I have a box. Jason bought me a boxing machine. So I box that. I punch yeah. it, you know, a punchable man. It's like a man. He has two arms and a head. You can just punch the hell out of him. <laughs> kick him in the groin, which is great. Uh, and so I'm just trying to do self-care. So I'm, I'm happy to get any tips from our listeners that have good other self-care tips. But those are the things I'm doing. I'm going to do therapy. I'm going to do the treadmill, working out. Um, and try to sleep. <laughs> that would help. That. What are you doing to improve your sleep? I have a therapist for you. She's really good. She is a black woman. Um, she'll do it virtually. Um, and she's fantastic. I love her so much. Um, so just FYI, she's new yeah. to my life. Um, but I love her so much. But what are you doing to get sleep? How is that going? So what I do is my routine is when I'm ready to go to sleep, about a half hour before I'm ready to go to sleep, I take two CBD gummies i eat two cbd gummies okay and then and drink some water which isn't good because i get up and and have to pee but anyway take the cbd gummies then when you go to bed i put on the calm app the app reads me a story and that generally does help me fall asleep it takes a while sometimes i I try not to you the goal is you never hear the end of the story but a couple times i've heard the end and that's when you know it didn't work (laughs) you play the same story again or do you go to it I play a different one. So I have a few. So the, the, the one, the ones that are really good that I like, there's a Matthew McConaughey story that is dangerous. It will put you right to sleep, honey. <laughs> you will be so far asleep. And, and I don't know if it's his voice. It, the ones that work for me, the ones that are read by women generally don't work because the, the, it's the deep voice that makes me. I need that deep voice, that deep voice, something about that puts me to sleep. So I had the one I read, the one I heard last night was Peach Bunny Island read by Stephen Lyons. That work. Uh, Alan Sklar is my favorite of the guys who read because he has a deep voice. <laughs> and he's like, he, his voice is so slow. And, he has mm-hmm. a deep voice. and that really works. Um, there's a guy named Eric Brea who also has a really deep voice. Um, they're, 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 there's a whole bunch of them. They're, they all, lots of people have their celebrities, their non-celebrities. Uh, and they generally, they generally work. Yeah. Good. So try it. If you guys are trying to fall asleep and you need help, um go for the calm app and it's free well it's free and then you can upgrade to a like a pro account but yeah it is free there's a pro account that you can get but so far i haven't had to do that i'm oh, still on the free one yeah i'm just using the free one and uh and i'm i'm loving it so far yeah and i will say to folks <clears throat> um Guerrera is reading one. I'm gonna try that one. Maybe that will work. Which Denai Guerrera? Yeah, Denai Guerrera apparently has done one now. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Deepak Chopra has on his website a 21 day meditation challenge that he and Oprah are doing together. So hmm. consider that for folks that are looking to do something. But I am very happy to hear this yes. pleases me very deeply that you yes. 
are focusing on your self-care. Listen, it's, it, there's a lot going on around us. There's a lot of negative information, which you have to take in a lot of because of what you do for a living. I, I have the option to kind of turn it all off. Yeah. So, which, which I have been doing a lot more of just to, I mean, Cuomo came on today and I started to feel anxiety, even though I like him and I yeah. like the way that he delivers the information and I respect mm-hmm. him so much because he is my interim president. Yeah. So Joe Biden wins, but mm-hmm. I'm just ignoring Trump doesn't exist to me. But, you know, I started to feel anxiety. And so I had to turn it off and turn to something. I had to watch the final, the finale of Little Little Fires Everywhere, which is so good. That's a my You know, with uh, Carrie Washington, Reese Witherspoon on Hulu. It's so good. They had the last episode come out this week. Have to watch it. So I had to turn to that because I just have to disconnect. Um, So I'm glad to hear that you are self-caring because this is, this is, even if you, even if you're not sick or no one close to you has been sick, and even if you're not um, dealing with economic challenges because of all this, which so many people are, which makes mm-hmm. it difficult, there are still people who are struggling, people who have a house full of kids or just two kids that they're having yeah. a home school now, Absolutely. you know what I mean? They're home all day, yeah. they need to get out of the house, they're not socializing mm-hmm. in a way, I mean, mentally, no matter where you are economically, this can be very stressful for people. It's very taxing. I mean, look, the, the yeah. you know, I just found out today uh, after doing our, our show meeting that uh, Maxine, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, who's one of our favorite favorites on the show. Love we Auntie love Maxine. Her, love Auntie Maxine. Uh, her, her, her sister um, is dying um, of coronavirus, of COVID-19 right now. Um, we just found out today that Senator Elizabeth Warren's brother, has already died from COVID-19. So it's creeping closer and closer and closer to people you know. I know uh, another friend of ours, really good friend, Dee, who texts me a lot about what's going on. She's a teacher who knows somebody that has it. You know, obviously we have a friend who died at work. It's just like, it's creeping closer and closer. We're going to get to the point now where, especially if you're black, you're going to know somebody that died of this. Oh, you're absolutely. Going to- or you, you definitely are. Yep. And you are going to know, not only are you going to know somebody that died of it, you are going to either be someone who has survived it, yes. right? Who's lived through it or, or a lot of people that you don't have lived through it. But here's the thing that I think we need to, to, to point out when it comes to mental health. You cannot say okay, this hasn't, because for me personally, people I know have gotten it and lived through it. Mm-hmm. No one that, I, that I'm close to has died. That does not negate feelings of anxiety that I have. That doesn't, you know, my yeah. job is secure, you know, and, and I don't want people to feel like just because they're not touched directly by this, that their feelings um, that their mental health is not valid, that their feeling right. of anxiety and depression and sadness, that that is not valid. It's yeah. important to point out that wherever you are on this, this is stressful. Yes, It's stressful for everybody on some level. And I think we have to acknowledge that and recognize it. And I, I don't want people to feel like they have to bury it because you're not experiencing the extreme worst, you yeah. know, the death and, and all of that, that so many people tragically okay. are. You know, it just it doesn't mean that your feelings aren't valid. Girl, I tell you, a lot of people are worried about 
whether or not to go to the grocery store, how they're gonna get food on the table. An easy way to go is meal kit delivery. And Sunbasket is making the, it easy to not only get great food, but healthy. So this is something that I definitely want to try out because it takes the planning out, it takes the shopping out, yeah. it takes the thinking out. Um, they just deliver to your door. You get the food, you also get pre-measured ingredients, you get quick, healthy meals that you can cook and you know how to do it. We love this idea. Yeah, and it's dietitian approved meal plans. Hello, like paleo, lean and clean, gluten-free, vegetarian, Mediterranean, and more, um, which makes eating even healthier and easy. Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know I love to do my research. We had to do the little nerd search. So this was founded, <laughs> Sunbasket, uh, by a Sam in San Francisco with recipes by Justine Kelly, who's an award-winning Bay Area executive chef. It's a certified organic handler and strives to source its organic produce 100% of the time. So we're talking about an organic, healthy, natural, love it. I love that. And they're giving back to the community, which is important right now through Feeding America, local food banks, and employee programs. So we love that. Absolutely. And it's approved by the thing that my mama was, a dietitian. That was my mother's profession. A dietitian approved meal plans um, like paleo, lean and clean, gluten-free, vegetarian, Mediterranean, to make healthy uh, eating easy. So that means that y'all vegan folk can be approved of it. You yes, can love can. it. And the food comes from uh, Sunbasket's executive chef, Justine Kelly. She's a veteran of the Bay Area food scene. Um, and she's just a rock star. Absolutely. So we, we love the fact that it's nutritious. We love the fact that it's created by people who love food, who care about the community, who love to give back. Um, I think this is something we're going to try. I think this, our mission this week, we got we to gotta order it, try it, taste it. And let's do that with our fans, with our folks who listen to our, our podcast, and let's see how it goes. I love that. We're going to give it a try, and we're going to report that next week. But you can give it a try, too, if you use the promo code READTHIS, that's yes. R-E-I-D, THIS, and they're going to give you some kind of a discount. We don't know the exact details of that, but they're going to surprise you. They're going to surprise you. They're give you a discount. You're going to get some great farm-to-table food. Because, look, here's the thing. We're trying to get y'all out of these drive-thrus. We don't, you know, we Girl. love the drive who are working there and the lower-income people that work there that, you know, that keep it going. But you want to have options. And sometimes you just want to have something fresh, something tasty, something that's got a little bit of a zhuzh to it that's a bit, you know, a bit executive chef zhuzh, but that also cares about the community. So give it a shot. I think it's a good shot. Let's do it. Sunbasket. We like it. We love it. We love it. Try it. If you think about it, just the idea, like right now we were talking about Melvis, I'd be terrified to go there right now. I'd be terrified to go in any restaurant. I'd be terrified to go. I'm, I don't want to walk into a Shake Shack. I don't want to walk into anything, let alone work. Can you imagine if they told us tomorrow we need to go back into 30 Rock? Girl. I'd be terrified. Like, I would be. I'm not going to do that. Unless I have a hazmat suit. Give me a full I, suit. I'm suit not. I'm not going in there. I don't if want they, anyone they, touching me to put a microphone on hair, makeup, because even though you know these people and you may love these people and you don't know where they've been, right. you don't know what they know. They may be asymptomatic That's right. and passing something on and passing this on to you or me could be deadly. And not only because of our pre-existing condition. Exactly. Like we, I mean, literally, so today, uh, my daughter, our, my daughter, who you know very well, uh, she, she's my in-house millennial. My out-of-house millennial is Hank, but my in-house millennial is my daughter. 
And she had to reconfigure. I have a, I, I, I got a new iPad. Thank you to Jason for my uh, Christmas present last year. So now I'm going to take my previous iPad, which has a beautiful cover um, from Tiffany. That wrap is so cute, but go on. Yes. It has a beautiful Tiffany's cover and it's oh. gorgeous. Yes. It has a Tiffany's little slip-in cover. It's gorgeous. I'm sending it to my godmother who's 86, going to be 86 this year. And there is no way that it, no one's allowed to go near her. She is not, no one's allowed to go near this woman because we don't want her to get COVID. And her husband is a little younger. You know, she married a young hottie. So he's probably like, if she's 86, I'm guessing he's about 80, 81, maybe 82. <laughs> a little young hottie, but you know, hottie, hottie, Scotty. Right. And so they're, they're holed up in their house in the Bronx and no one's allowed to go near them. My God brother is in charge of keeping everyone away. Even he don't go over there. He leaves stuff on the, on the porch when he needs to leave something for them. So I'm sending her because she loves to talk. She's a talker. She loves, she's worse than me. She will talk you into the ground. (laughs) And so I'm sending her an iPad, my old iPad so that we can FaceTime because she loves to see people. She loves to have people over and have, parties so i'm gonna send her this um ipad so that she can facetime people so she can see people because that's the oh that's nice yeah so i'm sending her that and that's the thing we have we've we've had to readjust our whole lives but the idea of even like right now somebody said you can go see your godmother today i'll be terrified to go see her because i'll be afraid that i have it and i just don't know it yeah and then i'll give it to her and i would never be able to live with myself if i gave it to her yeah so you don't know we don't know i don't girl i don't believe anything they don't know enough about this disease to know who has it and who doesn't. They're not testing. No, I can't get tested. I've tried four times. They don't really even know enough about how it's spread. I was looking at something last night and they were talking about it going through air air conditioning. And cats! Cats are catching it! And cats, and first they said there was a cat in China that had it, but then it was a report saying that animals can't get it, that pets can't get it, and now there's a report that two cats in New York have it. Come I, on. I can't. So there's so you so yes, what you said is absolutely true. If you have anxiety about this, you are totally valid, even if you don't know anybody that has it. Your anxiety is completely valid because yeah. it's something to be afraid. It's legitimately something to be terrified. More than fifty thousand Americans. Put that back in your head again. Fifty thousand. That's almost as many as died in the Vietnam War. Listen, it's like we're living in a sci-fi movie, right? Yeah. It's like it's like living in a sci-fi movie, right? The Walking Dead or or whatever, because, you know, they're talking about this second wave in the fall, right? They're talking about this lasting, you know, at least up until the official summer, which is June, maybe July, maybe August, maybe we'll have like a month off and then back to it. And they say, if we rush to get back to normalcy, like they're doing in my home state of Georgia, which is infuriating to me, you know, which is why I wish Stacey Abrams was not cheated out of um, yes. governorship, but to, to, you know, push black and brown people back. Where do they open it? Hair salons, barber shops, the places, uh, we go. places that we go. And hopefully we have sense enough not to go. By the I mean, way, can I just talk about your governor for one hot second that I need to hear your wine down? Um, so, th- so I spoke with my my friend Teresa Tomlinson is actually running for United States Senate in Georgia. She used to be the mm. mayor of Columbus, Georgia, which mm. is a 50-50 white black town, second largest city in uh, Georgia ex- a- after Atlanta. Yeah. So it was a very big mayor mayoralty that she had. So she has a she had a lot of constituents. So she termed out, and now she's running for U.S. Senate. Um, she's running in one of the races. The other race is Pastor Warnock, who's the Ebenezer Baptist Church pastor. They're running in two separate races. Both of them running for Senate. 
the two open Senate, two, two Senate seats are up in Georgia. So Georgia is going to be a huge state. This is going to be huge in the fall. But anywho, I asked her because what I'm hearing back from other Georgians, I don't know if you're hearing this back from your family, Jackie, is that one of the reasons that the governor there wants to reopen Georgia is because the state does not have enough money because of the mismanagement of the budget by the Republicans that run Georgia. Because of the mismanagement, they don't have enough money to really pay out unemployment claims. And so one of the ways that they could weasel out of paying unemployment claims would be to reopen the state so that people wouldn't technically be unemployed. Right. So that now you're technically not unemployed because your your business reopened, which then means you're not eligible to collect unemployment. I've heard and so we're we're investigating that to talk about it on AM Joy this weekend. But when I emailed Teresa, who's also a lawyer and her husband's yeah. a lawyer, she did not discount that <laughs> as a possibility. So it's scary to me to think that people are using this crisis as an excuse to cheat citizens out of money that they're entitled to. Yeah, well, open up the country clubs. You know what I mean? Open up the five-star restaurants. Open up, you know, open up the places like, like that. Um, but those are still low-paid workers, the people who are the true. waiters and the cleaners. The waiters and things, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it's just like, why are we opening nail salons and beauty shops and barber shops? Tattoo parlors. Who's going to get a tattoo right now? Girl, I Who's can't. crazy enough to do that? I can't. I think it's, you know, it's like one expert was saying, you know, if they rush to open things up three weeks from now, numbers are going to jump again. Yeah. And so we're going to be right back where we were. So, yeah, you know, it, it's like we're living in a sci-fi movie. I was listening to this expert who was saying that, you know, a lot of people, and this is not confirmed scientifically that you can't get it again, but if you've gotten it and lived through it, then there are antibodies yeah. that, you know, maybe you are immune to maybe a certain strain of it. We don't yeah. know for certain. He was saying, and this is a New York Times um, writer, he was saying that uh, people will try to go out and get infected on purpose, that we're going to start seeing that because those will be the people who feel like now they're immune to it, right? So they'll try to get infected on purpose, which is what they did back in the day of, right. of smallpox. You know, parents were trying to infect their kids and hope and hope for the best. You know, it's just like, it's crazy. And then there'll be this haves and have nots of, this is his picture of things, of people who have it, who can just exist out in the world right. because they're immune. And then those of us who've never had it, you know, being afraid of getting it. And those would be the people who would get jobs and, you know, be able to perform certain functions. I mean, he was painting this picture, but I thought it was interesting um, because it is just so surreal. Mm. I mean, it just is. I just, I mean, I just wrote a piece for Vegan Sexy Cool, which I'll post later today about just surviving this and about things that people just need to think about, right? Because a lot of us are like, okay, I got food, I got Netflix, I'm just going to, I got a mask, I got gloves, you know, I'll, I'll disinfect everything. But what if you get it? Like, then what? You know what I mean? Think about in your household, if one person gets it, and I talked about just things that we need to plan for, what room are you going to put that person in, in right. your household? How will you, you know, be the caretaker of that person without contracting it yourself? Right. You know? Um, if you have to, if you or one of your kids or your husband, God forbid, has to go to the hospital where they're now reporting people in New York, 
most, the majority of people that were hooked up to respirators died, you know, so what are you going to, what's the plan? And like, I, I wrote, you know, you need to put together a team. We need to prepare for this shit. Yes. You need to put together an advocacy team. If you have to go in the hospital, you need a team. Somebody who's a pain in the ass that's going to bug them. Somebody who's knowledgeable about healthcare. Yep. Somebody, somebody who knows how to do hospitals. You need somebody who knows what all your paperwork is. Somebody who knows your allergies and your medical history. Yes. You need to assemble that now. Because that's if you tomorrow or the next day have to go in the hospital, you know, it, it is a whole different dynamic from yeah. going to the hospital before COVID nineteen. Yes, so it's like we need to prepare for that. We, if if they if you if you go to the doctor and they say self quarantine at home, what does that mean? What medicines do you need to deal with these symptoms of fever? Yes, of 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 you know what are, what are the other symptoms of chills, it? I know fever, the big chills, it's nausea, nausea. You know, you know, like what do you have in your house that you don't have to run out to the store and risk infection to get? Like right. it's like stockpiling these things for everybody in your house enough to last two, maybe three weeks. Now we're That's here right. to get them through it. I mean, I was listening to this report from this woman from the New York Times on their one of their podcasts and she, her husband got it and she and her 16 year old daughter you know, she detailed what they did to keep each other safe, she and the daughter, and take care of the husband who didn't have the energy to, you know, like walk to the bathroom. Right. You know what I mean? So are you getting depends? Yeah. You know, I mean, like, what are you going to have in your household? Because this thing zaps your energy. Like That's the peak right. is beyond. This woman had to walk her husband to the hospital that was blocks away. Thank God they were in New York. But how are you going to get to the hospital? Right. Who's making that drive? And if you live alone, yes. child, what do you, you need a plan. What are you we doing? We need a plan for this. And not only that, but so we did it, you know, we did the whole, you know, we grown up and we should have been done this kind of thing where we did our, you know, things like, do you have somebody that's got a power of attorney yeah. over you for, to take care of you if you yeah. can make decisions? Does somebody have that for you? That's a thing that people don't think about. You don't want to think about it. Do you have a living will that says, this is what I want? Do I want to be intubated? Do I not? Make those decisions while you are not sick. Because Make them now. Make them now. And, you know, my, my mother didn't do that. You know, we, my mother died when I was 17. She, had, she died of cancer. And she didn't do any of that planning because she just, I think she was too scared to think about it. And I think about it now, she was my age. When she got cancer, she was yeah. younger than me when she got it. And she got it in her 40s and it came back in her 50s. And I think she was just literally too scared to think about it. Because now I'm thinking, I'm now getting close to the age of when she died. Yeah. And so I think about it, about those kind of issues a lot where I'm like, what should I be planning now to be different? Because she, when she passed, she didn't even have a will. Yeah. And so you think about the fact that you don't want to ever think about these things, but you have to think about it. You like, have to. You, you must force yourself to think about it. And now, unfortunately, it's not just... 40-year-olds or 50-year-olds or 60-year-olds, you need to be thinking about that even if you're 30 right now. Because yeah. I, the new thing we're hearing is that this illness is causing strokes in 30 and 40-year-olds. Exactly. Yep. And amputations. Yes. But strokes and amputations. You don't even know what things. it causes. So that means it's not a regular flu. Right. If it was just a, a it is a strain of flu. It's an H1N1 variant. It's a it's an avian flu variant. And so avian flus can go, I, I, I know I'm obsessively watching all things pandemic related, but an avian flu can go into like swine, which is why they called one of the versions of it swine flu, because right. it can pass from pigs into humans. This one is a very different 
no, that's what they call it a novel corona. The real name for it is novel coronavirus. It's novel because it's new. And yeah. so we don't know, and because Trump and because this administration has been so lax about collecting data, about using scientists, about trusting the scientists. Do you know, girl, they just fired the guy who they was in charge of trying to find the uh, the antidote, trying to find the cure for it. Yeah, they down in Florida, him. right? Correct. They didn't like the fact that he was speaking out against this hydroquinone crap that Trump was pushing on Fox and pushing with Fox. And he said, that's not a good idea. So they fired him. So now he's gone. He was in charge of trying to find the vaccine. And they rather put in charge some guy that's the new guy in town that's in charge of part of the response, who was a dog trainer. But he's pro-Trump and he says nice things about Trump. So he's who they'd rather have in these high level positions. Not the same job, but the, the idea that Trump is just looking for people who will say nice things. Which about is him. dangerous. And you know, you think back to Dr. Fauci and the times that he has talked about when we're gonna to get to a vaccine and we talk about, you know, just throw out the fact that Trump said it was gonna be three or four months. Yeah. You know, he's so ridiculous. But, you know, Dr. Fauci was like, it'll be 18 months yes. at the earliest. And this guy from the New York Times was reporting, you know, who's covered infectious diseases since the AIDS crisis, since HIV AIDS, like that has been his beat, right? He talked about the fact that it is, it, it, it would be the best case scenario almost like a fantasy to get it in 18 months. He said, it really takes time. It's like the average is like four years That's right. to get a vaccine, which I just like, can you imagine like living like this no. the next four years? And our economy will be destroyed. I mean, the, the reality is yeah. the economy is being destroyed by this too, because we're, 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 we're inching toward a depression. So 4.6 million, I think, new filers for unemployment claims. Happen. We're heading toward a depression, not a recession, but a depression. The, 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 the what they misnamed the Spanish flu, which we misnamed it because only Spain was being honest about the numbers of people that had it. Yeah. We were lying. The U.S. The Woodrow, the Woodrow Wilson administration was lying. Everybody else lied except Spain. Yeah. So it got called the Spanish flu because of that. It's not because this, it came from Spain. It probably came from here. But the reality is that lasted that whole nightmare lasted almost two years. So the real timeline for something like this is that almost two years. That's how long that outbreak lasts. And this is why I'm talking about, you know, the anxiety of it all. You know, it hasn't hit you yet, but it's um, it's like, it's almost guaranteed to come for you in some kind of way. Right. If not in a medical, physical way, mm -hmm. in a mental way, if not in a medical or mental way, then in an economic way. Yes. Right? The, the, what we know of the United States has been changed forever. forever. It will never go back to what it was before. Absolutely. You and the I mean? reality is, is that, you know, the things Trump is doing to try to, despite this, to stay in office, because he only cares about himself and to stay in office, undermining the postal service, which yeah. you can't mail in vote, undermining the doctors, undermining Dr. Fauci, undermining the scarf lady, I don't even know her name, Dr. Beers, who just folds at every moment like a cheap suit whenever Trump comes for her undermining the press yeah. corps, this stupid show he does every day, which I refuse to watch. I'm sorry. I know I work in the business. I don't watch that. I'm not watching Trump's thing. It's, every it's infuriating to watch it. That watch it. It's just like, I want, let me tell you what I would love to happen. 
I would love, and I know more and more of the White House correspondents that are there have been kind of like pushing Trump a little bit and pushing back because I'm sure they're frustrated. I just want them either all to walk out yes. or for one of them to stand up and say, you know what, on live television, you're a motherfucking fraud. I, would I want them to like, I want them to put their job on the line Damn. and just be like, you know what, fuck you. And you <laughs> Black America will go fund me the rest of your life. You will be fine. We will go do fund it. Say it, do it. If do you, it. you would have go fund me money coming Girl. to you for the rest of your life. Because the bottom line is the man is never going to stop lying. And He's to me, what the what with the people who cover the White House, and you know this, I mean, I've never been there, but I know it by watching it and talking to people like April Ryan. You have to have a particular decorum. You have to carry yourself in a certain way or you can get kicked out of there, right? So they have to be polite and respectful to President Trump because he is the president. I am waiting for somebody to be like, fuck this shit. I'm, I don't care today. I'm going rogue. I, put me I'm in waiting put me on it. Put me in. I would love to get in that room. Put me in that one time. I'll get fired the next day. I'll just be like, let me tell you something. And then when he tries to say, you, you, and points at me and tries to tell me to stop talking, I'm going to say, well, don't point at me. My last yes. name is Trump. I'm not your yes. Don't point at me. Get your finger out of my face. I'm asking you questions because we, you work for us, man. Yes. Government employee. We don't work for you. Yes. He needs to say to him, sir, you work for the, the, the country. The country does not work for you. I need them to band together and do this and then walk the fuck out as a group. As a group. just well, But here's why they can't. And here's the thing. And April will tell you this. And you know, April, I'm sure you've had this conversation with April too. They won't do it because their they're companies they work for don't want them to do that. They want them in there. The companies want them in there. The media companies want them to be there so that each of them can have that moment like Yamish gets every day. And every company wants that Yamish moment for their ink, for their- It's not worth it. To me, it does more, to have that moment is is a dangerous it. thing to, to have as opposed to just ignoring this presidency not right now and ignoring how he, these press conferences and these, as you call them, these rallies that he's having. To me, rallies. it's dangerous it's to bring him. It's not even reality. I don't call them rallies anymore. They're not realities. They're not rallies. They're, rea they're a reality show. Trump doesn't know how to do anything other than star in a reality TV show. These are a reality TV show. Yeah. The people he says you're fired to are the people in the press. This is not a presidency. It's a reality TV show, period. Yeah, I agree. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace. So wait, let me tell you my wind down real quick. Please do. Because it involves my mother. Oh, your auntie. Auntie. Hey, auntie. <laughs> so my mother today, and my sister has been, you know, self-quarantining because my sister works from home anyway. So she really hasn't been around a lot of people. So my mother, you know, she needs to have her hair washed. She needs a lot of stuff done. So she's going to go and just hang out at my sister's place, right? So my mother's going to drive her to my sister's place. And so I was talking to my mother today. And I've been trying to make this happen for weeks because I wanted them to kind of be together anyway. So my mother tells me, I said, Ma, the, my mother, I said, so Ma, what's going on with your meds? You know, she has high blood pressure. So I told her two weeks ago, Joanne, <laughs> you need to get medication, Mama. My mother thinks that this is all going to be over at the end of April. She's just like, April would go, you know, it'll be fine. I, and so two weeks ago, I'm like, Ma, you need to get your medication. She's like, well, it'll be up at the end of this month. And then I'll just get some for the next month. I said, Ma, 
You need to get medication for months, for like the next three, yeah. four months. You need to tell your doctor to give you so you don't have to go out. So, so, I, so I asked her today for an update on that. Two weeks ago, we talked about that. Update today. What are you doing about your medication? Oh, so I'm going to stay with your sister. So I'm going to go drive over to her first tomorrow and I'm going to stop by um, the drugstore and go through the drive through and get my medication. Come on. Like, what? drive-through she was like well I got my mask I got my gloves I said but what if the person there doesn't take this seriously what if they don't have masks and they don't have gloves and then they're handing you something and then you're rolling up your windows and then COVID is just circulating in your car and I said let's okay she got to get the medication I said so let's think this through so I walked her through that and she, she gets mad at me. She's like, you just don't want me to do anything. So you don't want me going through no drive-thru? I can't go, and you'll love this. I can't go pick up chicken and stuff like that in a drive-thru? <laughs> oh, I said, can't. No, chicken is not essential. Chicken you, is not essential. But I said, I said, mama, have you been going through the drive-thru? Have you been going through? I wanted to shake her. Oh I was God. like, what have you, what have you done? What have you done? No, auntie, no. I said, mommy, you cannot go through any drive-through. No, no, no. I'm thinking about going and picking up the girl. Can you please tell her that 48 meat processing plants around America have now had basically shut down or girl. near shut down because coronavirus outbreaks in the facility. I'm not sure you should. we should be eating any meats that are being processed in America right now at all. Wait, say that again. I I'm gonna say it again. 48, the number of meat processing plants that have had COVID-19 outbreaks are now up to 48. And you know what that means? That means the humans that process the meat in these facilities are sick and they are touching the meat that you're then turning around and eating. America, if they're... Listen, let me tell you what I had for dinner last night. A bean-ass burrito. Because you're safer. If you, even if you are not a, a Jackie Reed and you're not an activist on it and it's not an activism thing, go ahead and eat that meat. You're going to catch corona. And not only that, but by buying that meat, you are supporting the spread of corona in these factories that are still existing. I say close them all down. They are and people. They need to shut them down because they these to, girl. They need to shut them down forever. Forever. I mean, forever. Never bring them back. Shut as them Shaggy, down. As but I mean, the reality is these, the, these facilities aren't safe because the people who work in them all work in. If you ever see what a meat processing plant They're is, right next to each other. They're all on top of each other. And they're touching something and the next person's touching it. And it's just, come on. And they're touching a lot of blood. And so yes. we don't know, and again, let we go back to what we talked about before. They're touching living organisms. That's right. And we don't know. And because the, the virus can eventually, can apparently jump from birds to, 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 to pigs, swine flu. Remember why it's called swine yeah. flu. It can move from a bird to a pig and, a, and maybe from a pig maybe to a cat, maybe, we don't know what kind of animals it passes between. And it can switch to different, it can turn into a whole other strain. 
that's the other thing that they've been reporting that there are actually two, maybe more strains right. of coronavirus, you know, COVID-19 that's, that's going around. You know, you get one, you may be immune to that, but then what about the other one? It's right. morphing as we morphing. speak. Yeah. And, and the federal government has no control no. over the information of what this is, how it's spreading. It's changing every day. And, and remember one of the things, one of the first things that Trump did when he came in, they essentially deregulated the, the industry. The pork processing and meat processing industry used to be highly regulated. And it was under President Obama. Not anymore. Trump has essentially made these industries self-regulate. Yeah. Well, they don't have to regulate the safety um, of no. that meat. Even before Corona, you could literally be taking on animal-borne disease even before Corona. And, and we don't know if that's even exact. So my thing is, is that we don't have enough of a federal government. We don't have enough of, a, of, an, of, a, of an executive branch to regulate this and Congress, Trump ignores Congress. So there's really, this is a deregulated yeah. industry. I wouldn't trust a deregulated industry that Trump had anything to do with, with my health. No. Hell no. And let me just, let me just say this. Not only Dick Gregory, but Coretta Scott King, Angela Davis, and Rosa Parks, all vegans, <laughs> all did not eat meat. Do the research and find out why they did not. But even and I and I, I come in as a non-vegan. I you know I'm the non-vegan on the in the cousin. For now, it's just a matter of day. I'm a non-vegan. But what I'm day. saying is, just for the sake of your health, I would cut it back. I would cut back on the amount of meat you're eating. Just you know, same thing with dairy though. Same thing with dairy because it's animals. And to me, here's the thing that bothers me. And I I don't think that so much it is. Um, I think there's some of this in that there. Are, you know, not telling us the whole story, but I think that they don't know everything. Don't know. They're learning every day. So my thing is leave the animal products alone for now, just for now through this. There's so many healthy and delicious things that you can eat that are don't, I don't want no animals anyway, but you should too not want any animals on your plate in any kind of way. Um, so, so tell auntie that she needs to the, the get pick going and of the, all the animal production worlds the worst is chicken girl don't even get me started <laughs> i can't believe she said but to go through a drive-through even let's let's put the meat over here let's talk about the human interaction we're going through a motherfucking drive-through crazy right now where you don't want to be is through a drive-thru where somebody's leaning out of a window at you and handing you food. And that person may or may not care about the COVID-19. No mask, no glove. Can man I take your order? Right. What you want? And the manager, it all depends on what manager you get. If you get a good yes. manager, because I know, you know, my, my, my wonderful husband every morning goes out and he must have his coffee and he won't just make coffee now. Oh, he got a coffee maker. Every, oh, we have a beautiful coffee maker, but he loves his coffee. So he goes through and he does this every day. He does go through and get his coffee every day, but he has his mask, he does his thing. We have gloves, we have masks, we have everything, but he does it. So there are certain habits people just don't want to break. And you know, you don't want the unemployment, it added unemployment of, of I, there's a whole complicated thing about this. But sure. I would say limited. You know, the only thing we do go through a drive, he does, he does that every day. And I admit that, that's true. 
but I think we should limit. Just try to, if there's one thing you can get rid of, maybe just start with one thing. Cause I know people disrupting your whole life is stressful. Yeah. So why don't we all think of one thing we can let go of that will make us safer? Just think of one, just do one thing. Don't do Meat, meat and dairy products. Pick one thing. Do that. Pick one thing, let it go. And then that way, you know, you're a little safer. Yeah. No, I agree. Because we want to live. We want to survive this monstrosity. We have got to survive. And the other thing that we have to do is, and I, I talk about this all the time, is really focus on our self-care. We, we're yeah. past the point of overindulging in alcohol and you know snack foods and, and bad food and all that kind of stuff and sleeping all day or just you know what I mean? Staying up all night. Like we need to get on a regimen. Everybody needs a plan for their day every day, Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you need to wake up, meditate, wake up, you know, do whatever, you know, work out in whatever way yeah. you can eat healthy, make some smoothies. You know, if you can, no matter where you are, you can make decisions yep. to be healthier. And we've got to do, we've got to take control of this, particularly black people, people of color. Yeah. 100%. You gotta take control of the situation. You can't yep. let it control you completely. There are things that you can do to feel like you're in control. And I think that's empowering. 100%. To feel like you're in control of this situation in some kind of way. The thing that you can control is your health, is yep. how you deal with your day-to-day. -day. Absolutely. I think that's so important. All right. So now, should we read our sun basket thing before we end with our shows? Um, should we? Should we yeah. open that, Nina? I feel like we should do that. She can't talk to us right now oh, okay. because she is. Um, Let's remember to do this sun basket thing. Okay. Let's do it at the end. Let's do it at the end. Okay, so let's talk about. Should we talk about some of these TV shows and stuff that we want to watch? Please. Yeah, we can. What do you want to talk about? I definitely um, want to talk about Mrs. America, girl. Oh I my God. Are you watching it? You talk about it. Okay. And then we'll talk about baby face and um, oh, yes. yes. And that should be enough. And that should be enough. I think so. Okay. So let's talk about Mrs. America. You talk about it. Okay. So Miss Jackie. Okay. So I, I, I know we've been doing a lot of TV watching. You've recommended many shows to me, which I have all on my list. I'm still trying to figure out how to get CBS all access and try to pay for that. So that's a whole nother monstrosity, but I'm going to figure I'm gonna it out. I'm going to have to get you a free link. I need a free link. I know. Why don't they get me like a screener? Um, now to get you some because you're so sickening. I'm gonna figure it out. But you have one I will recommend to all of us. I, for the rare moment when I actually recommend a show for you guys, Mrs. America. So this is with Kate, Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Yes, Kate Blanchett stars as um, uh, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Betty Ford? No. No, she's not Betty Ford. Um, it, it's actually, it's a story about cons the conservative women who fought against the Equal Rights Amendment. Right. And Kate Blanchett stars as Phyllis Schlafly. Those of you who have not heard of Phyllis Schlafly, Phyllis Schlafly is the senior woman, the deaness of conservative America. She died a few years ago. She was the moral and intellectual force behind conservative women for the longest time. And the, the, sh the show is really about her fight to stop the ERA. Um, it's, it's really, really, really good. It's about her 
versus Gloria Steinem. So Gloria Steinem is played by Rose Byrne, who's really good in it as well. Uzo Uduba, who we both love. I know you love her. love her. She stars as Shirley Chisholm, which is amazing. She's so good at Shirley Chisholm. Really? I gotta watch this. Betty Friedan is played by Tracy Ullman. Oh my God, that's Tracy Ullman. I can't believe that's Tracy Ullman. I did not realize that was Tracy Ullman. Holy crap, that's freaking Tracy Ullman. It just occurred to me. Oh I didn't know that was Tracy Ullman. She's so good, I didn't know it was her. <laughs> and Bella Abzug, who is one of my favorite characters in the whole thing, Margot Martindale plays Bella Abzug, who is awesome. Oh, I love Margot Martindale. If you I've are never a heard of her. fan, she is amazing, but go Baby, on. that character is one of the best characters. Bella Abzug's character, you want to take her home and have her live in your Margo house. Margot Martindale is a beast. She's a beast. beast. She's so good. Beast. So good. The, the all the acting is first rate. It is so smart. It's on Hulu. It's worth every penny if you don't have Hulu already. It's so good. It's so good. People have described it as a as second wave feminist version of Avengers Endgame. It's all of the of the feminist Avengers trying to take on this woman who is just. I mean, she really Phyllis Schlafly was a was a beast in her own way. Yeah. And she was so anti-women's rights, but at the same time was such a powerful woman herself who was being disempowered daily by her own husband. Yeah. As she's fighting to have her own power enhanced by reducing the power of other women. It shows you so much about the way white women have been acculturated and the big chasm between the white women who were acculturated conservatively to be housewives and to have no power and to really dis you know sort of disempower the, them themselves and the white women who were inspired by Gloria Steinem who Gloria Steinem by, by, by right now is gorgeous if you ever see Gloria Steinem you just like yeah, damn right gorgeous but she was even she was this beautiful woman who was unmarried in the in the show she's having this affair with this black man she's like this empowered version of a white woman and then she's going up against the Phyllis Schlafly, who is this disempowered, but also also powerful in her own way, white woman. And you see the acculturation of white women. You kind of see, you get why 53% of them voted for Trump. When you watch this, it will tell you, oh, there's your dog. It will tell you why 53% of them voted for Trump. Because <laughs> the, the, the acculturation is so strong in this belief that women have a certain role in the world. Uh -huh. And that that role is not to be tampered with, at least for white women. Whereas they see black women's role as a worker. Yes. Yes. Right. Our role is a servant, a worker. Their role is as sort of a queen. Mm. And they, and that is a strong culturation that I think exists to this day. Is I, this on I, Netflix or Hulu? What's it it's on? Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's so it's, it's, so it's um, episode by episode that it's released. It's, it's episode by episode. I, the episodes are already on there. No, they're already on there. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're already on there. So I'm just binging it. It's good. It's really oh, good. I'm going to have to watch that. Yeah, I, I will definitely watch that. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. But we also wanted to talk about it. I know, Miss Jackie, because I, you know, I tweeted. I don't think you tweeted back to me. We need to do our own version of this because- I did tweet back to you. I did absolutely. Did you? Did you accept my challenge? I, you know what I said? What I, my response was, I'll do it if there is no hip hop. Because what? you are a hip hop head, see? No, no, no. Okay, so what we're talking about here is, of course, L.A. Baby, I mean, baby, not L.A. Baby Face versus Teddy Riley, which yeah. broke the rematch. Instagram, the rematch, the rematch. The first one was just a disaster. Teddy Riley messed that up. He but had a guy dancing behind him. He had a guy dancing behind him, but couldn't get the tech right. 
the guy behind him was like, he was the doing- The hype man, the hype man. The hype man was doing it all, but he couldn't make that tech work. <laughs> uh, but the second time it worked, but it broke. It made basically, basically Instagram went down. I don't know if Instagram went down or Teddy Riley was be, was like, mm, my internet ain't working. My internet ain't working all of a sudden because let me tell you, baby when, baby, when baby face pulled out the guitar and did that acoustic, when will I see you again? I was like, y'all might as well sign the freak off. That right there. Baby, when he played Superwoman. Oh, with Karen White? <laughs> no, but the acoustic guitar is when Teddy Riley was like, Because he was like, wait a minute, we can have instruments? <laughs> I didn't know we, even can, we could have instruments. And then after that, it was like, you know, shortly after that, you know, we lost the connection and then, uh, you know, Teddy couldn't get back in. And then Babyface kept trying to join Teddy and he couldn't. And Teddy, meanwhile, was having a whole concert. But the moment, because Babyface, if you go back and watch this, is like serving you sprinkles of shade. Yes. That moment when Teddy Riley played as his challenge song, Lonely by Janet Jackson, the remix. Yes. And Babyface was like, wait a minute. Did you write that? Because we know Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis did. Did you produce that? And Babyface was like, oh, I didn't know we could do remixes. But Babyface was like, that are, that's all right. I'm not gonna come back with the with the remix because I don't do remix. Ooh, girl. Man, even e listen, ma'am. Even having his Grammys situated. Thank you. In the background, in between candles. <laughs> just subtly, I just want to remind you of this Grammy. <gasps> I'm just gonna put it back here. Not just one, but several. Several. And he several. said, let me just remind your asses right. who you dealing with. Let me remind you, I don't need an entourage. This is just me. No hype man. No hype man. I don't need all that. I don't need all that dancing behind me because I, I have all that. these. <laughs> Grammys. 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 Teddy wasn't ready, so Teddy tried to do a whole concert after on his on his live. No, Teddy pulled out the keyboard. I was like, mm -hmm. baby, and I love Teddy Riley, but mm -hmm. I do. Oh, first of all, Blackstreet, every freaking thing. I love Girl, Blackstreet. I love every, Guy every, and Blackstreet. Man, I had Guy, Guy and Blackstreet. We own all their music. Okay, let's yeah. just be honest. We own all of it. We love it. Everything came out immediately. Bought it, but when I tell you that baby face. Showed who was by. And Babyface was holding him back. He didn't even pull out Whitney until the end. Until the end. Down. He didn't even pull out the Whitney. He didn't pull out that Madonna. <laughs> Say a prayer. <laughs> what? He had a whole catalog of white people music. He had a whole white music section. Girl, I was praying that Teddy wouldn't join so he could go through that guitar playing the white music because I just need to hear Say a Prayer. Not Say a Prayer, but what is his... um? What's the song he did with? Isn't that it? No, 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 no. The one he did with Madonna was um ba, da, da. wait a minute. Da, da, da. Take you deserve an award for the uh, that you da, da, da. 
no masquerade. Yeah. Take a bow. Take a bow. Girl, he wrote that song for Madonna. And when I tell you that is my favorite Madonna song. song. Yes, absolutely. You know, he 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 reminds me of Prince because so Prince, who also there was a huge tribute to Prince on CBS this week, which yeah. I turned to, you know, I never watched network TV. It's been so long since I've even touched the network. But I watched that Prince one, which was good. My, you know, my boy Dave Grohl was in there. That's like, that's that, that's that's my white boyfriend, Dave Grohl. He don't know it. Um <laughs> Um, they, it was so good. The Prince, the Prince, um, send up was quite good. It was, co- it was a bit cornier because it was made for network TV, but it was good. Um, but yeah, Prince is like that. Prince wrote all kinds of songs. You didn't even know he wrote. Yeah. And they, and people would just do the song. You'd be like, that's Prince. Yeah. And you didn't even have any idea. That's like Babyface. Baby baby face face didn't even tap into all that he's done. I At mean, all. Stop. At all. He's like Neo. Neo is another one who's written so many songs for other yes. people that you have no idea that half of his hits are actually sung by other people. And you, I, love this, I love this whole verses that Swiss Beats and Timberland have created where we can, but they need to figure out a better platform because, you know, there were issues with Instagram yeah. in the midst of this that would shut it down. We had to go to this page That's and that right. place. Set up your own platform. Do it on title. Do, you know, figure out yeah. some kind of way. Yeah where you're owning the content not owning the content because you do but just kind of like supporting it um, well it's an interesting that it's an interesting thing that's come down between facebook and instagram right so instagram has emerged as the place where people do these lives now we know what i do when we do our little after party after the show we do it on facebook live yeah. facebook live what i like about facebook live is you can save it like that it actually lives after whereas instagram live is ephemeral it goes away but yeah. people have really, Instagram Live has emerged as like the hotness. And it's, it, there is a debate between which of them is better. They're the same company, by the way. I know, but I think Facebook Live is better because you can save it and you can post it in other places. No, you can't save it on Instagram. Instagram Live, it goes away. No, in Facebook hours. Live, I'm yes, saying. Yes, Facebook, you can save it. Instagram Live is annoying. Yeah. I like the Facebook because you can save it. You know, Red Table Talk is on there. There's a lot of shows that that come from YouTube and Facebook because they're they're permanent. Yeah, they can be made permanent. But I think there are also issues with music licensing and stuff like that, why people don't do these things on Facebook Live. But they are brilliant. They are helping us stay sane during this nightmare, for sure. Girl, I love it. So true. So D, true. D Nice's was great. D Nice's little DJ D thing. Nice. I, lo- I love D Nice so much. So fun. So, so fun. He didn't come on my show. We tried, to, we tried to invite him on the show, but he went on Ari Melber instead. But that's all right. I forgive him. No worries. You choosing Ari over Joy. Kiss teeth. We asked for him, and he I, I kissed teeth a little bit because he did choose Ari over me. I got a problem with that. You choosing Ari over my cousin, you got a problem with me. You don't. You don't invoke the family, girl. I had a problem. We get Auntie out of that uh, out of that line in that chicken line. We gonna bring her too, girl. My mother is not gonna stress me out. She's not gonna stress me out. <laughs> not gonna stress me out. All right. Well, I guess we should wrap things up from here. It's so good to see your face. I love doing this now. So fun. I love it. And I'm going to send you the info on this wrap. I will put Please it do. Yeah. And I'm going to post it on, on my Instagram as well, where I got the wrap from. It's They're really inexpensive. They're really pretty. And I love them because they just, this has saved my, my life right now. Because I don't, I need to get my hair rebraided. It's, it's desperate. Yeah. But until you do, it's like. Now, okay, let me ask you this question. Will we ever see you on AM Joy in a head wrap? I'm thinking about it. So I'm trying to think about whether I can get away with it because I know I would get an immediate call from-, <laughs> from what, what are they going to say? Right. I are they, my hair you know, 
they can't you can't go to a hairstylist right hairstylist can't come to you no nope. my choice is just like with a, the conversation i was having with april ryan she says she's gonna have to start wearing you know these things on social media i mean I, on air because you know that and, and you and all of us who know who get braids know braids are meant to be in for four to six weeks yeah. i am now past that and braids are falling whenever i wash my hair braids are falling out Y'all gonna have to take these braids out. I'm gonna Black take them women, out. you gonna have to take them out, and you gonna have to deal with what oh, is yeah. your hair, hair, and you either gonna have to do wraps or wraps wigs. wigs. And so I have or your natural wigs. hair. But as you know, Jackie, wigs still have to be styled. Yeah. So I have wigs upstairs, but they need to be styled. I don't have a wig stylist around. Style? What you gotta do? My, I have I have cute little short hair wigs, but they still need to be styled. Whenever my, I was wearing my wig, they were being styled. They weren't just throwing on my head. Just brush they, them. Some of them are in a plastic. Yeah, sure. they're, they're, just brush them. Just comb them and brush them. Y'all might see me back in wigs because these braids got to Yeah, you got to get them braids out. You're going to have to get the babies to take the braids out. The ba well, I'm going to have to get the daughter to come take my braids out. And then we're going to see what we're working with. And it might be this. <laughs> <laughs> This might be what we're working with. I'm just trying to figure out at what point I'm going to emerge without the wig and just my natural hair. Yeah. It's but do you need a stylist for that? I mean, yeah, I do. I do, which is why I'm going to do the wraps. The next step for me is the wraps. Yep. This might be mine too. We'll see. Because there are times when I want to do stuff on IG Live and just pop on and I don't want to put this wig on. I just no, want to kind of exactly. Just I just want to do a wrap and some beautiful earrings and just come with it. Yeah. I mean, I am African. I am, am legitimately African. <laughs> Don't stop tuning in. Um, uh, and then also, of course, Vegan Sexy Cool. Do not miss it with Vegan Please. Sexy Cool. You can get it on all of your YouTubes. You can get it, all the little cute tips. We love the Instagram posts. Um, so go ahead, get yourself well-fed and styled out. Yes, vegan. yes. Vegan Sexy Cool. We got YouTube. We got all social media. We're doing lives right now yeah. on Instagram. Do it. We're and and vegansexycool.com. So get, yeah. your, get your vegan life. So get you together. Yes. All right. And be sure to follow us on Read This, Read That on Instagram. You can follow Read This, Read That. And on, no, on Instagram is Read This, Read That. But on Twitter, leave up last tea for saving. Yeah. And on Facebook too. Don't forget about us on Don't Facebook. Don't forget about us on Facebook. We need to do some lives on our social media so we can pull some people we in. We need to right? do a DJ, a DJ face off. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. No hip hop. And then we can do it. That's not fair. We gonna negotiate. We'll negotiate. We'll neg we'll have our people call each other. Have our people call each other people. <laughs> All right, cousin. Bye, cousin. Bye. Bye.